Well, hello. Greetings, all. All in one. It's me. It's Jake. It's uh, Tuesday. Oh, I've got the wide angle. Bevo's working for us today. I'm going to just scoot that up just a little bit. I think maybe that's that's a nicer shot. And you get the tight shot. You get the big shot. You're the big shot. Welcome aboard, big shot. It's, uh, oh, anybody seen your pants? Keys, I don't see them. I don't see your pants, but I can't see anybody's pants ever in here. So that's a that's a small problem. All in one? Oh, turning it down. Oh, what's wrong with the, oh, it won't turn down because it doesn't, have, there we go. Grandma Bible story. Yeah, that's right, Rachel. Hello, hello, Dave. Greetings, you out on the boat? Keith, hello in Florida? No. Something happened there where I went into Siri mode. How does how do things like that happen? Bob, yes, happy Tuesday to you too. Um, we're just uh, we're just getting started, Lady Jerry. I don't think she's going to stop in, but then again, we don't know for sure. We've been out looking for uh, we've been out looking for brass hardware so that when the lid the stairway lids are off, they'll be up question about the children's bible does it show what book of the bible we're in um uh like out of exodus yet uh no it doesn't show it doesn't tell the books of the bible i don't think children are ready for that yes pick hello greetings to you um and then uh no it doesn't show us what book of the bible we're in i did realize from uh yesterday i had said well maybe we we're going to do the promised land and then i realized we did talk about the promised land um are we glitching? Hopefully it's not glitching or schmearing. I'm getting some distortion here, but it looks okay there. Um, so um, we did talk about the promised land already, and that the problem with the promised land was going to be that, uh, yes, Ed's greetings to you, sir, was that they were going to be, um, they're going to be tough. It's going to be tough get, taking it over the promised land because there's already some people in there. And then uh, the next story after the Promised Land was Rahab and the Spies, which I mentioned. But we've already read that one. The spies come in and they make a deal with God that he's going to spare them if they if they smuggle them back out. And then there's the Battle of Jericho where they blow the shofar and the walls of Jericho come tumbling down. I think there's even a song about it. and Not a Bruce Springsteen song, although I bet he's covered that one. Um, <laughs> Rich, Rich is here. Good to see you, Rich Chooch. Uh, Sharon, Mackenzie, I can see that you're here. Um, so, <laughs> Ed, Keys, you're worried that you're going to fat finger your camera. Well, I hope that doesn't happen. So today's story from the Children's Illustrated Bible, and Lord only knows what book we're in. Oh, I don't understand some of the camera work on the Mevo, but yeah, I guess you did get to see me set that down, and that was nice, wasn't it? Um, so, call the call of Gideon. Hmm, I'm going to need my Bible reading uh, lights here. Uh, the call of Gideon. The Israelites had a new and powerful enemy, as we've all heard earlier, previously in the Bible. The people of Midian. As soon as the grain was ready for harvest, the Medeans would attack, burning the wheat and slaughtering the animals. Hmm. Naughty. They wait till the grain is harvested, then they attack, burn the wheat, starve, and slaughter the animals. That's going to cause problems for your post-harvest uh, food season. Slow internet start and restop stream. 
Oh, God. I, I just... You know what? The Mevo is just about ready for me to give it the finger again. Now, not to mention this ridiculous camera work that's happening today. Um, I think that that's because it's low res, and so it's... <clears throat> It's making that mistake there. Uh, so the Israelites had begun to worship other gods, but in their despair, they appealed to God for help. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a little bit of a problem. The Lord sent an angel to Gideon. Uh, it's you who must save your people from this scourge, said the angel. Gideon, hot and tired from threshing the small amount of wheat he had managed to hide, looked at the angel in astonishment. I'm only a poor farmer. Yeah, poor Gideon. How's he How's he going to take charge of this? How's he going to take charge of this? Um, we're we're going to we're about to find out. The Lord will be with you, the angel assured him. And the night in uh, that night, in obedience to God's word, Gideon smashed the altar that had been built to the god Baal by the Israelites. Can you believe this? The Israelites are now building. Altars to Baal, for the for the chosen people, they're not doing a very good job of choosing back. Um, in its place, uh, Gideon put up an altar to the Lord, the actual God, not this Baal nonsense. The next morning, the Israelites gathered around the fallen altar and said, "Who's done this terrible thing?" They demanded it. They demanded to know the answer to that. The Israelites, and it's like, hey, Israelites. We're the chosen people. Do you think who chose us is Baal? Do you think that? Do you think that's who brought the grasshoppers and the locusts and the lice and the killing all the animals? Do you think that was Baal? That wasn't Baal. <laughs> Read your Bible. <laughs> that was God. That was the Lord God, not Baal. Oh my gosh, these Israelites are a little bit thick. Um, soon it became known that Gideon was the man who tore down the altar to Baal. He must die! Shouted the crowd. But Gideon's father said, If Baal is a god, then let him take his own revenge. And to this the people agreed. It's a lot of hot work with not much food since the, the, since the uh, Medeans have come in and taken all the animals, slaughtered all the animals and burned all the grain. So they're going to leave it to Baal to punish Gideon. And I've got news for you. There's no such thing as Baal. So, oh, I shouldn't be saying that on the internet. <laughs> Gideon then gathered his forces and pitched camp by the spring of Herod. We all know where that is. If there are any among you who are afraid, let them go, he commanded. So Gideon gathered his forces. Night one, he goes, look, if you're scared, you can go home. Not the greatest move. At these words, over half of his army, 22,000 men, turned for home. Oopsie. All right. We don't need those chickens to battle the uh, Medeans. Um, then God told him to take the remaining 10,000 men down to the spring and watch how they drank. <laughs> God said to Gideon, those who cup the water in their hands keep with you, but those who put their faces in the water send them away. <laughs> They're bad news. Uh, and I have to say, I think mostly I'm a cupping guy, but I do like to put my face in the water sometimes if it's particularly hot. Anyway, so Gideon does this, and at last, with a company of only 300, 300, Gideon, he's gone from, how, how, what was it, uh, 30,000, 40,000 people down to 300, um, 
Gideon looked down on the Bedeanite army camped in the valley below. Good thing they snuck on, up on him while they were camping. Uh, when darkness fell, he gave each of his men a trumpet made of a ram's horn and a flaming torch covered by an earthenware jar. So you can't see the torch. I'm just pointing that out. That wasn't clear to me in the first reading of this. Okay. Uh, silently, the army of Israelites surrounded the enemy camp. Let's keep it quiet. Keep your horns handy. And at the sign from Gideon, they blew their trumpets, smashed the jars to reveal the light from the torches, and shouted as loud as they could. <laughs> okay, I, I think you know what's going to happen. If you thought the Israelites were, were foolish for building this all... Uh, <laughs> confused and terrified, the Midianites began fighting each other as they fled into the night. Some army Midianites, these were the jer jerks we were scared of, you blow a horn and smash a jar and f wave a torch around, and they they quit. So Gideon won his vic Gideon won his victory without striking a single blow. So let that be a lesson to you. If you're having a property dispute with your neighbor, um, get out the ram's horn and the torch covered with a jug, and head over there. Surround him. I mean, you're going to need probably your whole family to do uh, to do any kind of halfway decent surrounding. But you go over there, you surround him, you wake him up in the middle of the night, blow that horn, smash the thing, wave the torch around, he'll freak out and be gone, and then you can build your privacy fence as high as you want. Or host that block party you've been dreaming of. Um, <laughs> yeah, the DP is taking an interesting approach today. Yeah, I think that I think that the uh, Mevo is just going completely insane today with how it's deciding what to do, um, and I'm okay with it. I like the autopilot; it gives the show a kind of a action-packed feeling. That's what I'm hoping for. And who goes back and watches these things afterwards? Probably I should, but do I? No. Um, but maybe today, maybe today I will. We'll see what happens. <laughs> production quality today is better than average. Well, I'm glad glad to hear that. Um, uh, all right, so here we go. We've got today's letter from Grandma. <laughs> I don't know if you're getting any glitching or weird kind of terrible effects. I'm try I'm watching the 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 uh, Mevo down here, and then I'm also reading the comments on the phone and seeing the stream feed. And it, the stream feed looks okay to me, but then again, who knows? Today's letter from Grandma. Uh, how are we doing on time? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't want to have to do a short show today. By the way, BTW, tomorrow's show, there's not going to be a hump day show tomorrow because my daughter has a basketball game. So I've got to go to that. And there's not even a way to do a, a super short show. We've got to be in torrent. we got to leave here at 2, and the game starts right at 3. So I think it's a no-fly zone. So today's letter from Grandma is from 1980, April of 1983. I'm 22 years old, living in San Francisco, for uh, almost two years now, or uh, a little over a year now, sorry. So Grandma writes, It was nice to talk to you at Easter time. We went to your home Saturday and returned Tuesday. <laughs> I guess that means uh, they went to see my mom and dad, and then she's calling that my home, but that's not where I was. Oh, yeah, I was wondering where Lady Jensen was today. You think the storms have blown her away, Dave? Hmm, sadly. Um, Ouija, welcome aboard.
<laughs> Ed, you love this new this new photography. It's fresh. Ron Howard refers to a lot of things as fresh. Yeah, well, he would know. Ron Howard. Uh, those master classes. I've been tempted to get that subscription because I'd like to. I'd like. There's there's several of them that I'm interested in. All right, here we go. Um, uh, took mother. That's my mother. The Lincoln Centennial book. And an old 1980 Centennial Morrison plate. Morrison is a neighboring town. It's a new plate, but their Centennial was several years ago. <laughs> so it's a new plate, but it commemorates their Centennial, which passed a while ago. And by new, I think she means it, no one else has ever owned it. But obviously, it's existed for a couple years since their Centennial. Anyway, gave Charlotte one. The museum was, or is, very nice. People have loaned so many things to them. Okay, Mother said you were sick after you went back to San Francisco and had to go to the doctor. I'm sorry they didn't save your job for you. Evidently, I, <laughs> they must have canned me from the job I had when I went home. I don't even know what job that would have been uh, just a year in. If that was my really good job, I don't know. Did you ever look into free cheese and butter? We've, this, this is a revisitation of the free cheese. Um... Uh, but, uh, yeah, she wants to know if we ever got into the free cheese and butter. This is a little confusing. Here, it is $722 for one household size, and your roommate, whether that would be two household size, $959. I'm not sure. Are they giving away money or cheese? In any case, I didn't get either one of those from the government back then. And now I'm trying to clear up a problem with my unemployment claim right now, so I'm not getting any money from the government uh, uh, currently either. Or... Or employers. I'm not... This is it. You're all I've got. People who own houses here seem to get it. Uh, that's the cheese money. What your parents have certainly wouldn't count, would it? Is it just you who has some interest to live on? I don't even know what all this means. Uh, the news on the radio sounds like the Democratic Convention for President is going to be in San Francisco. There seem to be enough men running. <laughs> is that spelling correct? If there is so much trouble in the U.S. and with other countries, it seems strange they would want it, the presidency. Of course, a good pension goes with it. That's why you want to be president. You get a good pension. Uh, sending you $10 for groceries, Grandma. And then, the, as as usual, there's a little bit of a postscript here. Uh, but uh, let's not forget, uh, president may be a crappy job, but you do get a good pension. Uh, men are beginning to work in the fields, getting the land ready to plant. Our garden is not plowed just yet. Uh, where the Wallenstein sore was has been fenced in, and we're wondering if a merchant tent was going to be there. The church will serve breakfast and lunch two days, and then there is a school picnic Saturday and Sunday, a picnic church dinner. Love, Grandma. Um, I guess that means uh, there's going to be a... <laughs> you got some parmesan from Costco, Ed. Thanks for the thanks for the tip. I can get my own. I can get my own uh, cheese here from Costco, as you are rightly are pointing out. Um, here we go. And then Charlotte's Charlotte's included letter is somewhat smaller than Grandma's. Uh, hi, Grandma said she wrote a letter to you, so I'll say hi too. Uh, how are things going? I talked to a lady this a.m. who said her niece and husband were driving to Iowa in July to visit her for a week. 
She said her niece lives south of San Francisco. Can't remember the name of the town. We'll probably see this lady again. How's the comedy routine going? Lincoln is busy getting ready for their centennial June 345, 1983. Write to us. Love, Charlotte. So, uh, back in 1982, things... Grandma doesn't sound so special. I have to say that was a little bit of a disjointed, that whole... The part about the cheese and uh, all of that was confusing, but I did like uh, her insights about the presidency. So, um, so we've got that going for us. Uh, let me see if I can put the letters from Grandma away. Making a little bit of weird noise. Fanula's off, off at an early basketball practice. I think Lady Jerry's going to pick her up. Um, I'm just going to get a question out of the question box <laughs> to jiu-jitsu this morning. I'm a little bit uh, sore from the workout. So it's going well. Tomorrow I have a day off so I don't completely trash my body. These youngsters who can go five, six days a week, pretty impressive. I'm going four days a week, and I think I'm destroying myself. <laughs> uh, so once again, no show tomorrow, everybody, uh, because uh, I've got to go down to watch uh, Fanula play basketball. Um Anyway, would you rather live in Los Angeles or New York? Funny, you should ask, question box. I'm going to say Los Angeles. This is where I live. Um, Dave, you're say- you were just thinking 950 is a nice kayak. Then you started thinking about going down a river on a cheese wheel. <laughs> that's your, where your mind is today. Well, I think uh, that's a good fundraiser. The uh, I'm To raise money, I'm going to navigate the entire Mississippi River on a wheel of cheese from... Uh, wherever the source is, somewhere in Minnesota, uh, down to the Gulf of Mexico on a big wheel of Parmesan cheese, eating the cheese as you go, uh, and building a boat with found materials that you find on the side of the river. That's that I would, I would watch that reality show. And then I would vote for you for president, Dave, if you were to do that. Uh, no BS. I can promise you that. Would you rather live in Los Angeles or New York? I think I think I would uh, rather live in Los Angeles. That's where I live. Although years ago, I had thought, just before marrying, finding, uh, reconnecting with Lady Jerry, uh, and uh, committing to spending the rest of our lives together, which <laughs> which, which backburnered and trash-heaped a lot of other great ideas I'd had, uh, one of those ideas was that uh, I would keep my house here but rent it out and move to New York for a year and just do the, the club's in New York City and see what it was like to be a New York comedian on the mean streets of New York banging around to all the local comedy clubs. Of course, I would have been old at the time to be doing that type of crap. Um, And now (laughs) I'm I'm just trying to get arrested uh, in this town, metaphorically, in show business. So, um, oh, you think it's only fitting that you start in Wisconsin? Well, Wisconsin and Minnesota right across the uh, right across the border from each other up there in the top of the Mississippi. But, uh, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> Ed, you're saying Jake gets more done in one day than you get done all week? Who knew Jake would end up being the spirit animal for Men Over 60 Club? Well, I'm trying to be the spirit animal for somebody. I can't... <laughs> What have I done today? What have I done today? Well, I've gone to a range of hardware stores looking for hardware to hold up that uh, those uh, those uh, stairwell cover things, 
we went to Lincoln Hardware, we went to West Marine, and we went to, because um, Lady Jerry thought some brass boat cleats would be <laughs> the solution, and we went to the Home Depot. We did not acquire any hardware. I think we're going to be ordering that online. Um, then we stopped at uh, Sweet Greens, got my daughter and wife a salad, and I received, uh, or got, I purchased myself right next door from Chipotle a nice chicken bowl, and I enjoyed half of that. Plus, I've done the jujitsu as I mentioned, and I've had a cold shower, and now this. So, I almost feel like I could go to bed right after this, but will I? No! I'm going to go online and pay my credit card bill for this month. So it's going to be, by the time I go to bed tonight, kapow. Um, so what is Jake's spirit animal? Keys, that's a good question. I'm not sure what my, if I had to pick a spirit animal, uh, mm, the big cats are always charismatic, but I don't, I'm not sure that I would be a cat. I think I, think I would be, well, I, I just, I think a primate, it's not really fair to pick a primate as your spirit animal. You have to go a little bit more, not less, a little less on the nose, you know, just a primate. Yeah, my spirit animal is a uh, bonobo. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, that's not my spirit animal. I like a bird, a dolphin. Oh, maybe my spirit animal is a dolphin. That's aspirational. Dolphins always seem like they're really enjoying themselves. So, uh, today my spirit animal is dolphin, but I reserve the right to change that. Um, uh, Brad, you're saying you're venturing out to a movie tonight. Now that you're fully vaccinated, Godzilla vs. King Kong, $5 movie with free popcorn, Tuesday dad-daughter tradition. Brad, I like it. I like it. I have watched Godzilla vs. King Kong online already, and I can say... I think you're making the right choice to go see it in the theater, but it is, it's, it's pretty over the top and double extra stupid, uh, but fun, it's fun. And as I mentioned, there's an element where you're watching the movie, see if, you, see if it seems this way to me, to you, but there's a moment where you're watching the human beings in the movie following King Kong, and it almost seems like they're on the Universal Studios King Kong ride and in the movie at the same time. But uh, let me know what you think. Um, all right, where are we at? Okay, we, you, you're, this is the joke, huh? The difference between New York and L.A. is that when you meet someone on the street in New York, they say, fuck you, and mean good morning. And in L.A., they say good morning and mean fuck you. Ouija, that, I like that joke. I like, I like the way it's uh, structured, and uh, I like the kernel of truth inside of it. Although, in show business, no matter what they say, they almost always mean, um, fuck you. Uh, could an otter be my spirit animal, Keys? Uh, yeah, I think so. There seems to be a plane circling the house. Yeah, we're in a little bit of a, uh, a landing pattern for the Santa Monica airport. So that happens. Lady Jerry, are you coming in? Yeah, I'm going to say a quick Oh, hello. this is exciting. This is exciting. Hello. Look at how you're dressed. You really are... You. Come on in. Show them what a catch you are. <laughs> are you going to put your are jacket you on? you yeah, scared they'll see your arms? Well, Lady Jerry's got her guns out. Sun's yeah, out, guns out. Yeah, I'm, I'm hiding my guns, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I'm hiding them. Hello. Oh, there Hello. you go. Hello. How was everybody? Where are we looking? Where's the camera? Well, this that you can see the shot there, but this is oh. what it looks like online. Oh, They're okay. Not, yeah. 
Mm. Boom. Huh? Wow, something new is going on. Is that a special effect you've got? The- no, that's that's actually <laughs> the that's the stupid glitchy. It seems glitchy here, but it looks okay on the actual. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Well, as long as it looks good for you guys and you're all happy. And, there, and you Lord- actually have to look there. Oh, you God, we're them. on Mebo. Yeah, we're back we're on Mebo. That's uh, what's going on here. This is really confusing what you've got going on here. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of different things. Mebo doesn't kind of know what to do with his yeah, two yeah. faces. It's I trying know. to go. Sorry, Mebo. Yeah. Well, I'll just yeah. put, should I put my face on his face or beside yeah. your face? Yeah, your face and my mm-hmm. face. Yeah, we'll go close together. So, do you have any words of. <laughs> well, Rich I'm is asking, are you heading to a New York cab driver audition? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thanks. Thanks a lot. Sorry about that. Camera work was yeah. really I'm bad. off to um, uh, Whole Foods to buy some delicious delicious yeah. victuals for our mm. daughter so that she'll eat. I mean, we've got a really delicious, you know, salad for dinner. Yeah. And um, it's commenting, look how I light up when you come in. Oh. What do you think about that? <laughs> Yeah. Are you touching my boob? Yeah, well, I'm trying to get it, but my arms aren't quite long enough to get it. Oh, I've got it. I know what they say. Anything more than a handful is wasted. (laughs) Well, that's what I say. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, no, it's a lovely man boob. We're rolling backwards. Well, we are on a wheelchair. I mean, come on. What do you expect? Okay, so I've got to get to the supermarket before Fanula texts me to pick her up before I go for my walk with Jamie. Key says it looks like you're going to rob the Whole Foods. <laughs> Please. Well, well, you think I look great. They think I look I like think a, you cabbie, look great. a cabbie. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time, okay? Oh, yeah, I'm so prepared to not go to jail. Oh, and uh, yeah, what? keep your eye on the sparrow. Okay. That's a little Beretta joke. Yeah. yeah, you can't okay. win them all, Robert Blake. Yeah, no, um, I don't. I don't. Uh, okay, great to see you guys. Um, <laughs> Lady Jerry's the new host of Cash Cab. Yeah, well, one of us is going to be the new host of Cash Cab, uh, and it might as well be Lady Jerry. I already have a job. <laughs> We're at my job. <coughs> uh, speaking of which, still haven't heard from the Improv yet. I'm going to make sure. I'm going to contact Cristela today or tomorrow and find out. Uh, if I have the right email address, because that is also possible. That I've made some mistake. It's hard to believe, Keys, I'm sure, for you, that uh, I could have made some mistake on the email address or some technological snafu could have gotten in the way of my show business success, but it is possible. Um, Alrighty, uh, what time is it? I think it's, the clock is over there. I think it's time for seize the day. I'm getting fixing to seize this day. Seize it. Seize it. Seize the day. Seize the day. I never know what the shot's going to be on the screen. We're going, as Ron Howard would say, going with a fresh look. Did I say that right, Ed? Um, So here we go. Um, Seize the day today is by... Dalai Lama. The Dalai Lama. Heard of him? He's sort of a perennial here on Seize the Day, the Dalai Lama. Uh, he's known He's known for his uh, mindfulness and his chillaxness. Uh, the Dalai Lama. If you think you are too small to make a difference, try sleeping with a mosquito. The Dalai Lama, resorting to a little bit of comedy to get his message across today. Mosquitoes are very small, but if you try sleeping with one, you will see that they make a difference. I hope you enjoyed me mansplaining that to you. Uh, It was my pleasure. Uh, Thank you for watching, and uh, I look forward to seeing you not tomorrow. No show Wednesday, hump day, we're taking off this week. 
because I'm going to a basketball game with my daughter. I will see you all on Thursday at 3 p.m. for the uh, Ancient Aliens in the Bible. How about that? We're just jumping right over hump day. You're gonna, we're all going to get ourselves through hump day. We're going to hop, skip, and hump our way right over hump day. So I'll see you all on Thursday. Take care of yourselves and each other. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. If if this more than a year that we've spent together proves anything, it proves that there will always be time to give up later. All right. See you guys on Thursday. Peace out. <laughs>